0: Hey, we're back to the podcast. This is the Managing Your Financial Future podcast with Lucia Capital Group. I'm Ray Lucia, Jr., CEO. And I'm Joe Lucia, president of Lucia Capital Group. And today we're going to talk about tax planning and blending strategies with your
1: portfolio. Well, well, Junior, there's a, a lot of advice out there. And they say, hey, when you're 59 and a half, you have access without penalty, to take withdrawals from your qualified accounts. But when should you? Or should you wait? Now we learned about the Secure Act. Yeah, we talked you about that wait, a
0: couple episodes ago.
1: Wait all the way till you're 72. And the question is,
0: should you? Shouldn't you? What do you do? How do you think
1: about that, Joe? Well, I, I look at an everybody's situation, obviously, is unique and different. A lot of it depends on income. A lot of it depends on the sources of income. So what I mean by that is, what's taxable? What's been tax deferred? And what's Tax-free. So people have built up money in Roth accounts that potentially you could pull out tax-free. They may have a pension that may be taxable or may not be taxable. Social Security, we all know that not all of your Social Security is taxable, but Yeah, some don't, of don't
0: forget about their 401ks
1: and traditional IRAs. So there's well lots of different income. sources of income. And depending, yes, it may not behoove you to wait till you're 72 to take a distribution out of your IRA.
0: Where financial advisors earn their keep is in the tax planning
1: of your retirement distributions. And we call it here at Lucia, blending your buckets. For example, let's say half your money was in personal accounts and half your money was in tax deferred qualified accounts. You you would think the simple math is, oh, take 50% of your income out of the taxable and 50% of your income out of the tax deferred. And in some cases that may work fantastic. But in other cases, depending on what your other income sources look like, Maybe you want to take more out of the qualified account to butt up against the next tax bracket. Maybe you want to take less so you don't bump yourself into the next tax bracket. Maybe there's strategies to do a Roth conversion. Delay your Social Security. You could delay Social Security take from the
0: portfolio. What if you you know you're going to sell a property in a couple years and your tax bracket's going to go through the roof? Who knows? There's lots of different things that could happen in your life. And if you can plan them out properly, and sometimes you can't plan them out, but if you can at least think about them and talk to your financial advisor about them, you might be able to save a lot of money. That's the point. So we're going to kick it over, Joe, to the guys, and they're going to talk about blending the buckets and working your tax brackets and, and making sure that you have a tax-sensitive
1: retirement withdrawal strategy. So with that, let's turn it over to Johnny Dean
2: and Rick the Professor Plum. It's been almost two decades we've been on this journey to educate, liberate, and help you take action so you may better manage your financial future, achieve peace of mind, and accomplish your life's purpose. This podcast reveals financial tips, strategies, and insights that will help you set your goals and guide you along the way to help you achieve them. This is Managing Your Financial Future, brought to you by the advisors at Lucia Capital Group. I'm your host, Johnny Dean, with our own Rick the Professor Plum, Chief Financial Planning Officer. Podcast time, managing your financial future. Johnny Dean, Professor Rick Plum from Lucia Capital Group. Happy you're all back with us once again. I want to remind you folks, if you just stumbled on the podcast, that uh, you can certainly subscribe because we like that. makes us feel wanted. I mean, you get feedback, but a lot of times people find that you know, they, they they didn't understand something or they want you to explain something further. And by the time we get get around to seeing that, it's the podcast is like four weeks ago. I have to remember <laughs> to do that. And if you folks do want to have anything, it, it, we try to talk about what's on people's minds, and we try to calm fears wherever possible and clear up confusion wherever possible. So if there's anything that you'd like us to talk about, please go ahead and, and, and email us. You can email Professor Plum. At your, I don't know, do we give out your, your, your Plum at luciacap.com, L U C I A C A P R P L U M at luciacap.com. All right. So this one here this week, I want to get into IRA uh, IRA withdrawals, but I want to ease into this for just a moment here. I want to take an individual. You know, most people just don't think about their money, especially as, they, as they've been accruing it over the years. You know, you've been working since you are 20-something, 25, let's say. You've been saving for 40 years. You've been working with somebody, a financial. Or doing it on your own. Or doing it on your own. But, you know, over the years, you tend to accumulate things, all right? You, you, you tend to, in your financial life, accumulate things.
3: You've got your IRAs, you've got your rollover IRAs from 401ks. You may have that. You've got your Roth IRAs if you you heard you read about that one day so you sure. started doing Roth IRAs. You had some extra money or maybe you inherited some money from uncle, you know, uncle Bob and you got some stocks there or some uh, brokerage account. Personal money. So you got money, personal money here and there. You
2: got money in your checking, you got a you got a 401k, maybe you had two jobs over the course of those years or, or three. Or both
3: spouses, you got multiple 401k, 403b, 457, alphabet soup things up. <laughs> Or number you've, got,
2: you've got a bunch of stuff. So here's what happens. You hit age 65, let's say. You decide to retire at age 65. You got your Medicare, so fortunately that's covered. But you say, oh, man, okay, I just retired. I'm not taking my Social Security because I couldn't before I retired. I was making too much money. So I have no Social Security, but I, I could take it now. I've got... I've got an IRA, I have a traditional IRA, i got a couple of Roth IRAs, my wife and I, I've got, uh, we both have 401Ks, maybe we have both of them. uh, So I've got got taxable
3: accounts, tax-deferred accounts, and potentially tax-free accounts.
2: Right. And then I still have my Social Security, and I am completely, I never thought about it till now, but I have no idea what I should do. So what do people do? Well, what they might do is go online, and they'll say, okay, and I did this, I typed this in, I said, when should I take money from my IRA? All right, I'm, let's say I'm 65. Do I take it now? And you know what? There was only one website that talked about when you should take, and by the way, they got it wrong, when you should take money <laughs> from your IRA. All of it said, here are the rules. That the say. rules, right. And so what they'll tell you is, well, you shouldn't take it before age 59 and a half.
3: Well, that, you know, I can sometimes agree with that. Most of the time I agree with that.
2: Yeah, because there are 10% penalties associated with it, although there are exceptions, but forget those. Um, so they say take it after 59 and a half because there's a penalty for that. And then they say if you don't start taking money out of your tax deferred accounts by the you hit time you hit well let's say 72 now. Yeah, 70 new and a new half, RMD rules. 70 and a half, but let's say 72 for almost everybody. If you don't start taking it out, you have to take you're, you're required to take it out. But it doesn't say anything like, well, Here's what you need to think about when you take money out of your IRA.
3: When I've searched for these types of articles, I found them that they say, don't touch your IRA until you're mandated by the IRS or you run out of other money. Well, and that's the one website I found that said, yeah, don't do it. It says, take your personal taxable funds first to keep yourself in a low bracket right now and definitely don't touch the Roth IRA. Leave that for the kids or the heirs. Now, in many cases. Wait a minute. Maybe I don't want to do it that way. Maybe I want to be more efficient for me.
2: <laughs> in many cases, you would suggest the opposite. All right, so first let's say, what do you say to somebody? And I know I'm, I'm not being specific, so you can't really give exact advice, but somebody who says I've got this whole alphabet soup, as you call it, of, of different accounts. I'm completely confused. Is there anything you can give me in the way of general advice as to where I should take my money because sure. I've got to live off of something?
3: Well, let's start with the Roth IRA, which is the wild card. Is it big enough To make a difference in your life. I mean, a lot of people, the Roth IRAs came on a little later. They couldn't, you know, they didn't get the deduction for doing it. So their Roths aren't that big. And so even if they use the Roth, it's, you know, going to help them for like a year or two. Not enough to, so in that case, let's put that one off for the future. Now, on the other side, some people have made a conscious effort to do conversions, to fill their Roths, and they've got a decent portion of their portfolio in Roths. So now the question is who do you want the Roth to benefit more? You or your heirs? Because that dictates how we treat that Roth. So we're going to, in this example, just say we'll leave that one for the heirs. They just, we want to leave it for the heirs. So now the question comes down to your taxable account or your tax-deferred account.
2: So in other words, do I take money out of my 401k
3: and my traditional IRA? Or do I take it out of my personal brokerage account, my CDs, and cash accounts? Well, it has a lot to do with, do you have pensions? Do you have other monies? What is your required minimum distribution going to look like? Do you have room in the current tax situation to take money out of your IRAs in a very efficient manner? Like in the low tax brackets. You haven't taken your social security yet, you said. Yeah. That's another question we have to take into consideration first. When should you take your social security?
2: Right. And and I've heard you should always wait till 70 because you get the highest check, and maybe you should, maybe you should. Makes shouldn't. a lot of
3: sense if you live to be ninety. Didn't make much sense at all if you unfortunately passed away at 71. Uh, So getting those questions out of the way first, then we look at it and say, okay, you're not going to take yourself scared. You decided that. Uh, Let's use this lower tax bracket now. Let's use up the 12% bracket, depending upon the size of the IRA. I was actually speaking to somebody earlier today. We're going to use up the 22% bracket. They're actually a little worried that the 22% bracket will go back to 25% in the next, you know, what, five, six years from now? and and so they want to use up the 22% bracket because they know their rmds if they just leave it the way they are is going to put them way up in the 22 or 25% bracket anyway so they said i'm going to pay it now and hope to help myself out in the future
2: so so let's say i retire january 1st 2020 just to to, to yeah. pick a date so i don't have any earned income i i am starting at zero single or married the fir- well i'm married okay so so, uh, so the you're first saying
3: roughly $100,000 $104,000 give or take is going to be in the zero or twelve percent income tax bracket. The first, say that again. So roughly one hundred and four hundred five thousand dollars of gross income, not including any social security, because we're not taking social security right now. I'm just saying that you could have roughly one hundred and four hundred five thousand dollars of IRA distributions and stay in the zero and twelve percent income tax bracket. Married couple filing joint return.
2: And so I would be paying. The, You'd be paying about ten thousand bucks. Maybe on hundred, hundred and four thousand dollars, that's ten percent or a little bit less. Right of a tax. Well, I
3: think people don't So the question think about is that. how much you need? Well, I don't need that much. I only need sixty thousand dollars, seventy thousand dollars. Okay, let's take the sixty, seventy thousand out to live and convert the other thirty, 000, forty thousand dollars and and use up the twelve percent bracket because if we don't, then that money's gonna stay in the IRA. And then when we do take our social security, not only will we be paying tax on the distribution from the IRA, but we're gonna be paying tax on a chunk of, or up to eighty five percent of our social security as well. But if I can take it out and reduce the the IRA over the next eight years, nine years, between now 62 and 70, maybe I can get my required minimum distribution down to a point where the Social Security and the IRMD don't create any taxes. So are you saying, Professor Plum, as I ask you a leading question, <laughs> are you
2: saying that I can take money out of my, my my traditional IRA or my 401k, depending on what I have, and, and not Pay any
3: taxes on uh, all or a, a large portion of it? In some cases, yes. I mean, I, you, you can stay in the lower brackets depending upon how you do it. Well, depends, in your example, I was. You, Yeah, it depends on how much you need to spend, what you need to live, how much you have, where, and what's going on in your life. But yeah, like I just said, the first hundred and five thousand. Now, somebody's going to say the bracket ends at eighty thousand, Rick. Yeah, it does. But you've got a standard deduction of, for a married couple of almost twenty five thousand bucks, so that's on top of the eighty. So that's where I'm getting my hundred and four hundred and five thousand from. So <laughs> well, and again, that comes from I think a,
2: a lack of understanding, an understandable lack of understanding of how the Taxes tax bracket are strange. Who would have thought? <laughs> and we did a video on this. I don't even I don't know that we did a podcast, but we did a video on this. How you can take a hundred thousand dollars, a retired person, married couple, take a hundred thousand dollars of income, not counting Roth IRAs, take $100,000 of income and pay zero federal income tax. If
3: it's from a capital gain asset... There are ways to do it. That's, it's the same idea because basically that 12% ordinary income tax bracket I just talked about that ends at $80,000, give or take, we've got almost the same as a 0% long-term capital gain bracket uh, plus the standard deduction. So we can have that 100000 ish so, And so the question I had with this morning was, I've got money in this uh, stock portfolio that's more than doubled in, in the last couple of years. And I've got money in my IRAs. So we're not taking our social security yet. Where should I be pulling money from right now to take advantage of these lower tax brackets? while we still have them until when they turn sixty or when they turn 70, their social security is going to kick in and it'll be like sixty plus thousand dollars a year between the two of them at the same age. And so what, what do I do? And it's a matter of well what what is the, what's going to happen? The stock portfolio he had inherited, and he's probably never going to touch it, so he's going to just leave it for the kids. So there's no real reason, and he likes it, so he's not going to sell it. So let's take it out of the IRAs, because you want to keep the stocks anyway. You're you going to keep them and hand to the kids. And they'll get a step-up in basis. Let's, let's use the IRAs. I understand this sounds complicated. but It's but fun.
2: Let, it is fun, but let, let, let's simplify this. You said at the top of our podcast, people will tell you all the time, don't take money out of your IRA until you're mandated. At age 72 now, let's say. Leave it alone. Well, you, you just said, Professor Plum, I could, as a married person, married couple, I could take 25, maybe 26, depending on my age, close to it, $1,000 out of my IRA, my traditional IRA, and pay no taxes on it. Why would I not do that?
3: Well, it all depends on what other things are happening in your life, what's going on. you got to have some money to live. Where's that money coming from? Let's, it, if you're living off of savings then you the first 24,000 25,000 that comes out of the ira is tax free. and so you can do that. if you if you don't have the savings then the first 24 dollars 25,000 you're going to be taken out of the ira tax free. you're going to be using it to live. but now we've got another 80,000 as a married couple to, that we can take out in the 12% bracket. do we need all of that to live? the question then becomes will i ever push myself into a higher bracket? and do i should i be accelerating and using this 12% or it's going to be twelve percent for my life anyway. So what's the matter? Let's let's pretend
2: for just a moment to illustrate this, Professor Plum. Let's pretend that all I need—I'm a married couple. I'm sixty-six years old. I'm retired. Okay, and let's say that uh, I have a, a savings account, or maybe, maybe a Roth or something. So so all that money, most of that is money I can live off of. But let's say I need twenty-six thousand dollars of income. All right. Okay. I could take it out of my my Roth IRA or I could take it out of my traditional IRA. I'm taking and,
3: it out of the traditional.
2: And, but doesn't that go against the, the whole common wisdom which says you should never take it out of the well, traditional IRA? The reason you will take it out of your traditional IRA is because you're going to get that, in my example that I just used right now, you're going to get that money out tax-free.
3: Right, without any, this, without any other income, because you're living off of...
2: Right, this the, is a hypothetical example. I'm making this up, all right? But... You're getting it why would I take Roth money that would be tax free anyway? If I have a get if I have a twenty six thousand dollar get out of tax jail free card, wouldn't I want to take the money out of the highest taxable account I could?
3: I'd rather leave the tax free money, the Roth money, to somebody who would be in a tax bracket when they inherit it or use it exactly and and get get the advantage of it. A surviving spouse. It'd be better to inherit a Roth IRA than traditional IRA. Uh, kids and heirs down the line. You know, the Roth IRA they don't have to pay tax on. As long as it's not costing me, I'm good with that. <laughs> but I'm going to take care of me first, and if I can get the money out of the traditional IRA and pay no tax, why would I waste the Roth IRA? So when we
2: when we look at planning for let's just say traditional IRA withdrawals, uh-huh. okay, because you do have to plan for this,
3: and you do have to plan for the required the ultimate required minimum distribution, even though it's been postponed for a year and a half uh, to age seventy two now, it's still there. We still have a required minimum distribution at seventy two. And we don't want to just create a ticking time bomb by going zero or very low on taxes now, and just wait until that bomb blows up in our face. And now we're paying a bunch of tax because the RMDs more than we needed, and it's affecting our Social Security or it's pushing us over the Irma income related monthly adjustment amount for Medicare uh, things that are creating more taxes than we would otherwise need. And of or course, want. You're, you're talking about people who who don't need the RMD.
2: There there are plenty of people who take more than the required minimum because that's what they need to live off. Of. Oh
3: yes. And that's perfectly fine too, obviously, if you have. But we're talking about people needed. that have personal money and IRA money, and they yes. can get the distribution from either source. And a lot of people will spend down their personal money, leaving the IRA to grow and give up that lower bracket, whether it's a zero bracket, the 12% bracket, a lower bracket than they're going to be in in the future. So the
2: common wisdom that says, live off, take your Roth money first.
3: Uh, maybe spend your that often. I usually see that last, but take your personal money.
2: Take your uh, let's say take your personal money first, and then hold off on spending your. Don't take any money out of your IRA until you absolutely have to. At required minimum distribution time, even if you need it to live off of. I mean, don't take it out if you can help it. Take Social Security if you have to. That could be really dumb,
3: expensive. I say use the tax brackets that have been. Voiced it on us as efficiently as you can for you, and for people who don't
2: understand how tax brackets work, we'll just repeat this: a married couple. and You can cut this in half for single, but a married couple has upwards of current under current law twenty five thousand, just under twenty five of income that they can take uh,
3: in is. We'll call without it zero, paying taxes a zero percent tax bracket, and that's that doesn't require you itemize. You, know, you if you have itemized deductions, it could be a little bit more than that. Um, But yeah, and we have a progressive system. So the first block of income you have will be offset by the standard deduction. The next block of income that you have up to X amount of dollars is going to be taxed at the, you know, there's a small amount at 10%, then another block at 12%, and each block. Now, when we go into the next block higher, it doesn't mean that it goes back and recalculates the tax on the previous blocks. Those are done it doesn't right. it's not regressive in the fact that if i go into the uh, the 22% bracket now all the income that came before that was 22 as well only the next the money that's in that next block is at 22 32 or 24, then 32 and up the line. You, you know how many people believe the opposite, though? Well, I understand that, especially people that get bonuses and say, I don't want the bonus because it's going to cost me more in taxes than the bonus is worth.
2: Yeah, they, they say, okay, well, I just looked, and I'm in the, let's say, the 32% tax bracket. Well, I God make bless you. money. <laughs> I make, I, I'm I in the 30. Do you realize that that means, and I live in a tax-free state, so let's leave that out. Yeah. We'll say, do you realize that that means that for every dollar I take out, I lose 32 cents? And for every is,
3: new dollar? That you take out, that is a true statement. But, I, but I it made doesn't a, affect the first, you know, couple hundred that you took out.
2: So I, I'm 32 percent bracket. I made a hundred thousand dollars. That meant thirty two thousand went to taxes. No,
3: not of the. If the hundred thousand, you can't look at your total income. No, and say I'm in the 32 percent bracket. That means I'm paying 32 cents no. on every single dollar. A chunk was in the zero percent because of the yeah. standard deduction. Ten percent. Twelve percent. Twenty-two percent.
2: So your overall tax bill is going to be, depending on how much actual income you have, going to be something lower than that actual tax
3: bracket. Yes, because we have it's all in blocks. Yeah, and, and it and doesn't it, recalculate the previous block.
2: And that's what we talk about when we when we talk about uh, using the tax brackets, Professor Plum. Just to wrap this up here before we go, tax people talk about tax, uh, you know, lowering my taxes, tax minimization. It's really more about tax management. management. Oh, very much
3: so than anything else. Yeah, you can reduce your taxes today, but that, is that the best thing to do? I've seen people who uh, are in a very, very low income tax bracket still doing deductible four hundred and one k contributions when they have Roth capability, mm-hmm. and their their IRAs and their four hundred and one ks are a million dollars, and so when they retire, they're going to be in a higher bracket than when they're working right now because of deductions and what everything else that's going on. Or it can go the other way. It's it's We have to take a look at where you are in your specific situation, what your taxes are like today. Is there any room to be efficient with the taxes today? And sometimes it means accelerating income or not taking the deduction to give yourself tax-free, tax advantage later. And that's what we mean by using the tax brackets to your advantage. And it doesn't always work. I mean, well, I, I don't some mean- Some people are just, just- You're very blessed. You're going to have a tax situation. For the rest of your life, and there's no way around it because you've got five million dollars in an IRA, and you're (laughs) sixty-seven years old, and you know, and you've also got a pension for eight thousand dollars a month. Yeah, more
2: money than you know what to do with. You're going to have a tax, and there's nothing
3: they can do about that situation.
2: In many cases, there are things that people can do. You can manage your taxes. Not everybody's in that situation. I just no, (laughs) no, they're not. No, they're not. Some people are in a situation where management is going to give them some help. But certainly not in every case. Now, if you need help, by the way, with tax management, this is exactly what we're here for. I should give Professor Plum's, I guess, certifications here. You are a certified financial planner professional, uh, but you also know a whole lot. That means you know a whole lot about taxes. You know also the whole Social Security thing. I think next week we should talk about Social Security. Yeah, we haven't done that lately. We haven't done that. I want to talk maybe next time about social security, people m- making decisions as to when they should take their social security.
3: I had a call just the other day asking me, is it still can we still take it at 62? Or, or or as late as 70, or did they raise that to 72?
2: Well, it's, it's you know, the question is... Uh, just a
3: spoiler alert. No, they did not change anything in the Social Security this last go-around.
2: But we'll mention it on the next <laughs> podcast. That'll be the topic of our next podcast. I thank everybody for tuning in. If you want to get in touch with Professor Plum to talk about tax management, it's very important. Very important. Maybe get a little behavior coaching like we talked about in the last podcast. Give them a call, 800-644-1150, 800-644-1150. That's Professor or Any of the Lucia Capital Group advisors, they'll be happy to help you out. That's it. That's our podcast for Professor Rick Plum. I'm Johnny Dean. This has been Managing Your Financial Future. It's what we do on this program, on and off the air. And we'll talk to you again next time. The information provided should not be considered specific tax, legal, or investment advice, and is specific to any individual's personal circumstances. This material cannot be used by a taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding penalties that may be imposed by law. This material was gathered from sources believed to be reliable. Its accuracy cannot be guaranteed. Always seek counsel of the appropriate advisor prior to making any investment decision. All investments are subject to risk, including the loss of principal. This information may change at any time without notice different types of investments and or investment strategies involve varying levels of risk and there can be no assurance that any specific investment or investment strategy including the investments purchased and or investment strategies devised by lucia capital group will be either suitable or profitable for a client's or prospective client's portfolio thus investments may result in a loss of principle accordingly no client or prospective client should assume that the presentation or any component thereof serves as the receipt of or a substitute for personalized advice from lucia capital group or from any other investment professional Roth IRA earnings will be taxed at ordinary income rates and a 10% penalty tax will apply if withdrawn prior to age 59 and a half or within five years of the date the Roth IRA was established, whichever is longer. IRA withdrawals will be taxed at ordinary income rates. Withdrawals prior to age 59 and a half may also be subject to a 10% penalty tax. Lucia Capital Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by SSA. Social Security rules can be complex. For more information on Social Security benefits, visit www.ssa.gov or call 800-772-1213 examples cited are hypothetical are for illustrative purposes only are not guaranteed and subject to potential federal and state law amendments there is no guarantee that you will achieve the results discussed or illustrated cds are fdic insured up to two hundred fifty thousand dollars per depositor per insured bank for each account ownership category the investment professionals are registered representatives with and securities and advisory services offered through lpl financial a registered investment advisor and member finra sipc lucia securities llc was acquired by lpl financial august 2020. The investment professionals of Lucia Securities LLC are now affiliated with LPL Financial and are conducting business using the name Lucia Capital.